1: On a Wednesday morning at Wax here at the Shank of the Day, glad to have you along. We've got chores to do. Bob and Jill along to do it this morning as, uh, again, fair season is well underway. Lots of fairs around the area this week. And next week we get uh, ready for the Wisconsin State Fair down in West Dallas. Later on this morning we'll have a conversation with the leaders ...of the Wisconsin Farmers Union as they juggle jobs. Rick Adamski was elected president earlier this year at the Farmers Union State Convention. Darren Ruden went to uh, vice president, but now they've made some other changes that we'll tell you about... ...as uh, Rick stepped aside to take another position within the organization... And Darren steps back into the presidency. So we'll hear all about that coming up as we uh, take a look at the chores this morning. Also want to say a belated birthday. I missed this yesterday, and I apologize. Brenda Scheil, the longtime advisor, ag advisor, and uh, FFA advisor and ag teacher up at New Auburn High School, had a birthday yesterday. So happy birthday, Brenda. Hope you had a good one. She uh, knows how to party, that gal. But uh, Brenda, hope you had a good birthday, but what a what a great AG teacher Brenda has been over the years and leader of those young people. She really, really works with her young people in the AG program and gets them involved in so many different projects as a strong FFA alumni up there in New Auburn, one of the uh, really great AG teachers in Wisconsin. So Brenda, hopefully you had a good birthday yesterday. Brenda Shile up at New Auburn. Five minutes before five o'clock, let's get our Kentucky Derby race announcer in here. <laughs> Jill is with us this morning. So, how'd you do? You were the Eau Claire County Fair. Is it still called a Junior Fair? or Is it just the Eau Claire County Fair uh, it's, now?
0: It's still called the Junior
1: Fair. Okay, so the uh, Junior Fair up in uh, in Eau Claire had donkey races last night. You were the announcer. How'd it go?
0: Well, I'm sure you could have done a better job, but I did the best I could. Well, that's kept, all
1: we can ask.
0: Kept the crowd entertained for a bit. Good. And I and, uh, got everybody going on getting the encouraging all those uh, professional jockeys out there.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Was there any of them that rode all the way to the end or did every one of them hit the ground?
0: There was a few. Really, some, some well, good of, for them. Some of those uh, female riders, I think they just picked the right donkey.
1: Well, that's part of it. They part a, of it, that's they, for sure. But a good, uh, good time that they had. Uh, how many folks were racing?
0: Uh, there was about fifty. We oh, really? About fifty celebrities that came
1: out. Good, good. And so, uh, who were some of those?
0: Well, I'm just going to tell you who sponsored them first because we okay. had great sponsors for the teams. All Title Services. Sponsored a team, Altoona Police Department sponsored a team, Friends of Jesse James, Dragonfly, Fitness. They had some of the coolest outfits out there, along with the antennas. (laughs) Sometimes we had to tell them to turn them up, though. They needed better reception. There you go. We had Ryan Plumbing, Chicken Chasers, Security Financial Bank, and Edward Jones, Craig Fladden were all the sponsors of the teams along with Dana Yoder Realty and the Friends of the Fair sponsored the whole event. And our number one, the one that won the whole nine yards, Taryn Treehorn won for all title.
1: Now what does that mean? Won what?
0: Well, she won we had five different heats and then there was a championship heat and she was the first to cross the center line.
1: Well, good for her.
0: She did actually go... On,
1: on the back of her donkey or...?
0: On the back of her donkey, because they had to be on the back of the donkey in order to make the loop and make make the rounds. All right. Coming so. in second was Cody Costca for Edward Jones. The Roughest Ride was won by Max Henning.
1: Okay. <laughs> yeah, and, it's fun. And, if you missed it, it's always fun to watch.
0: And the Altoona Police Department, Officer Dodge won the... Bringing up the rear trophy.
1: All right. There's always one of those. So, again, lots of fun at the fairs. If you haven't been out to a county fair in a while, get out to the county fairs. Lots of them coming up. We'll talk more about that. It looks like pretty good fair weather.
2: The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
1: It's Wednesday, and that means the food trucks are going to be at Markwart Motors. Marquardt Motors bringing us our weather. And the food trucks, by the way, will be at the Lake Halley location of Marquardt Motors. They're there every Wednesday through the summer, 11 until 2. So they'll be there today. Check it out. Support the food trucks. Good food, too. It's a lot of fun. Partly sunny and breezy today. I should get into the low 80s, about 81. And then 70s on Thursday and Friday partly sunny and some of these scattered showers we've had some scattered showers overnight some people still having a few showers this morning the first real chance of rain it looks like in the forecast is going to be on monday when it'll be 84 but up until then mostly just partly sunny to partly cloudy and we said a little breezy out of the west today high of 81 it's 67 right now about some news
3: NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. Former President Trump claims the U.S. has been brought to its knees since he left office.
4: The American dream is being torn to shreds and we will not have a country left.
3: Trump returned to the nation's capital yesterday to speak to a conservative summit. He cited soaring inflation and insisted the U.S. has become a beggar nation and is groveling to other countries. Trump said the U.S. is being dealt one historic humiliation after another on the world stage. President Biden is tearing into former President Trump's speech on crime in a pair of tweets following Trump's speech earlier Tuesday in Washington, D.C. Call me old-fashioned, but I don't think inciting a mob that attacks a police officer is respect for the law. That was aimed at Trump saying during his speech, there is no longer any respect for the law and there certainly is no order. Biden also called attention to Trump's record on firearm regulations. He noted Trump opposes action on assault weapons, adding these military-style weapons kill cops and they kill school kids. The sentencing is set for today for two former Minneapolis police officers convicted in connection with the death of George Floyd. Brian Shook reports. J. Alexander King and Tu Tao were found guilty of violating Floyd's rights as former officer Derek Chauvin held his knee on his neck for almost 10 minutes, leading to his death in May of 2020. He's already been convicted of murder and sentenced to decades in prison. A federal judge ruled last week that King and Tao should be sentenced based on involuntary manslaughter, not murder, meaning they can be expected to serve substantially less time. I'm Brian Shook. A huge earthquake has caused damage in the Philippines. The USGS says a 7.0 magnitude earthquake struck the northern island of Luzon Wednesday morning. And the Mega Millions jackpot is now over a billion dollars. No one won the third largest Mega Millions prize. It was up for grabs in last night's drawing. So the jackpot has once again rolled over. Friday's drawing is now up to $1.02 billion. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio.
2: Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
1: Once again, weather not too bad. Partly sunny today. It'll be kind of breezy out of the west, about 81. Then partly sunny Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Maybe a pop-up shower here and there like we had overnight and a few showers this morning around the area. Best chance of rain in the forecast looks like Monday when it'll be about 84 with a chance of rain. Rice Lake, Medford at 64 this morning, Wausau at 71, Marshfield 65, 68 in La Crosse, Green Bay at 69, Madison Sun Prairie reporting some heavy rain earlier, and about 71 down there. Milwaukee also at 71, At 67 right now in the uh, Chippewa Valley, as we look again for a high, oh, about 81. Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance.
2: for those who work in acres, not in hours. Wax one hundred four point five, and the
1: Midwest Farm Report. Once again, Rural Mutual Insurance bringing us the market information. And Jill, yep. where are we at on livestock?
0: Choice fed beef steers are one thirty-seven to one forty-nine, with mixed at a dollar to a dollar thirty-six. Choice fed beef heifers are a dollar to a dollar with mixed at a dollar twenty-two. A dollar thirty three. Choice Fit Holstein steers are a dollar twenty to a dollar thirty two and a half with Selects at eighty to one fifteen. Cows are sixty five to eighty seven, with bulls at fifty eight to one oh seven. Butcher hogs are eighty-three to ninety-nine with sales at sixty one and a half to sixty-seven. Boars are twenty-seven to twenty-nine. New crop market lambs are a dollar to a dollar twenty-five. Feeder lambs are seventy-five to a dollar ninety. With ewes at seventy to one hundred twenty. Small goats are twenty-five to one hundred and thirty-five dollars. Medium goats are one hundred twelve to one hundred ninety dollars. Large goats are one hundred sixty-five to four hundred dollars, with nanny goats at fifty to two hundred sixty-five dollars.
1: Livestock futures lower at the Merck all the way across the board yesterday. August live cattle one thirty-six eighty-seven, closing down eighty-seven cents. October cattle one forty-two thirty-seven, down ninety-seven. December down fifty-seven at one forty-eight oh five. February cattle one fifty-one ninety-five, down sixty. Feeder cattle for August 42, one seventy seven forty two down a dollar eighty seven September at one eighty forty two down two twenty five October at one eighty three twenty two down two oh two November one eighty four ninety seven down one ninety seven and uh, January feeder cattle 32, one eighty five thirty two down a dollar seventy two lean hog carcass contracts August one sixteen ninety seven down twenty five October at ninety three sixty five down forty seven. December hogs 85.97 down 27. February down 30 cents at 89.60. Board of trade was higher. Some weather concerns. Some real dry weather in parts of the country, and of course the crops at a vulnerable stage right now. So prices were higher yesterday and uh, overnight. We saw December corn did fall four cents now below six dollars, sitting at 5.96 this morning. December oats up nine at four thirty eight. December wheat down one at eight twenty-one. November soybeans up a penny. And these were double digits higher yesterday, so again, just a slight movement overnight. November soybeans up a penny at thirteen eighty five. Soybean meal for October down a dollar forty, four hundred and seventeen dollars and eighty cents. Dairy markets were higher again yesterday. Barrel cheese up five and a quarter, a dollar ninety nine a pound, blocks up four and a quarter to one ninety nine and three quarters, butter up two and three quarters. At 295 and three quarters. Class three, July did fall four cents to 2250. Then they went higher. August back over $21.21.17 up 47. September up 19 at 2074. October at 2101. That's up 21 cents. November up 30 cents at 2117 as prices were higher each month out through June of next year.
2: The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5
1: and the Midwest Farm Report. We've got agronomists, we've got feed, spe- feed specialists, but recently, maybe some of the most important people at your uh, farm service uh, organization, like Provision Partners Cooperative, the energy guy. Yep. Isaac Brown is with me right now. And Isaac, you got a job that I really don't want right now. I hear you right there.
5: I mean... Basically, the last couple months have been just a roller coaster ride when we watch the markets, and, uh, you know, a lot of people are getting ready for this heating season that's coming up.
1: Folks are looking at booking that propane. Take me through scenarios of uh, propane prices. The first number isn't crooked yet, is it? Is it still straight up and down?
5: So what we're seeing right now, it is still straight up and down, but it's getting it's getting very close, you know, so people are definitely going to want to look at locking Gallons in, you know, it's going to go October through April. Basically, what we're seeing with the uh, geopolitical climate right now, there's going to be a lot of stressors on our uh, heating market.
1: So. Is this geopolitical situation the number one factor as far as, you know, we've got the supply chain? Do we have, uh, are we investigating for more energy? How many of these things are all factors here? You know, here in the U.S., we've
5: just recently become a net exporter of propane, and that happened even before, you know, this uh, conflict in Ukraine. So what came with that was an added stressor when the conflict started. Now there was a shock to that market, and it made it a lot more difficult for us to ramp up supply here in the States. Kind of what we're seeing right now is a bit of a lull, so we're seeing some good builds but, uh, you know, we expect demand. We're going to have to pick up a lot of that European demand now. And um, basically, it's going to
1: hurt us a little bit. Hurt us a little bit. What do you mean? Just in price or in supply? I mean, besides keeping the house warm, we got a dry grain this fall. There's a lot of things to consider here. Right. So what we're seeing, you know, is definitely in price
5: not anywhere near what we've seen in diesel fuel, crude oil, anything like that. Propane's up about 36%, so homeowners are probably going to see that it's about 50 cents higher than it was last year, uh, just for a kind of a ballpark figure. Grain drying, yeah, it, it, it is a big portion of what we do at the co-op, but uh, it only makes up about 5% of uh, total usage during the year. So home heat is always kind of a steady number. So as long as we don't have an overly long or overly cold winter, that usage stays relatively the same. That number doesn't fluctuate a whole
1: lot. Isaac Brown with us, who is the energy specialist with Provision Partners Cooperative. Isaac, take me through your day now, as far as what markets are you looking at? What news are you looking at to give you an indication of where these markets might go?
5: Yeah, I mean every day we start uh, looking at the New York New York Mercantile Exchange, basically watching crude oil markets, what they're doing with diesel fuel, heating oil. We also look, you know, at our propane hubs, kind of seeing every day. You know, they fluctuate a few pennies, but we're not seeing, you know, a huge huge change there. So when when I start my day off, I want to get my pricing out to as many people as I can right away. Start touching base with guys as soon as we can. So I mean, we just got that pricing out. It's been a flood of calls, and making a ton of calls, and knocking
1: on doors, making sure we get everyone taken care of. So, Isaac, as far as uh, provision partners, cooperative members, have you got them all on an email list or a contact list? Or have you missed any? And if there's some saying, oh, I don't get that, how do they get that information from you? Because, again, this is something you got to stay on top of. Right. I mean, you know, I'm on...
5: I'm out there advertising all the time. We've got our local, um, you know, Hickston regional office. Basically, everyone in there knows who I am. They've got my cell phone number. So if you give them a call, basically, they can get you right to me.
1: And again, that's Isaac Brown. Thanks, Isaac. We talked to him. If you heard the crowd in the background, we were at Farm Technology Days when we were talking to Isaac. And obviously, he was talking to a lot of people who uh, wanted to pick his brain about this energy situation. But if you want a question answered, call Isaac at Provision Partners Cooperative. we got some farm news to take a look at here on WAC. 67 degrees right now. We'll look at the news of uh, what's going on. Brought to you by Chili Implement in Chile. A lot of land comes with a lot of work. The Kubota MX Series has a lot to offer. Part of their under 100 horsepower tractor lineup is rated number one for reliability. They feature the versatility to mow, move hay bales, grade roads, and clear brush and snow. Visit your local Kubota dealer today. Go to KubotaUSA.com for a full disclaimer. Visit Chili Implement in Chili today for all your equipment needs. They're west of Marshfield on H, then south on Y. And we're 17 minutes after 5 o'clock here at Wax. Chili Implement bringing us our look at the news in agriculture this morning. Joe, what's going on?
0: The news on food prices isn't getting any better. USDA economists are now predicting food prices for this year will be about 10 to 11% higher than last year. That's the biggest increase since prices went up 6% in 2008. They say there are many reasons for those price increases, including avian influenza earlier this year, the ongoing Russian invasion of Ukraine, higher energy and labor costs, and the increased prices for inputs to produce food. For 2023, those economists expect food prices to go up another 2 to 3%, barring any unseen events. The Russians continue to put the world's food supply in danger just one day after an agreement was put in place to export grain from Ukraine's Black Sea ports. Russian President Vladimir Putin spit in the face of the United Nations and Turkey's president by bombing Odessa, the biggest port in the system. But Ukrainian officials aren't getting up, giving up. They still plan to make the agreement, which was worked out last Friday, work. They're planning to unlock millions of tons of grains that they have been stockpiling since the Russian attacks began back in February. This latest attack took, a, took out a rail car discharge t- t- station and a warehouse used for a loading grain. Russian officials said their missiles did little to no damage at Odessa. The
1: Russian spokesman always accurate in their evaluation of the situation. You send in big bombs and you say, well, it didn't do much damage. Well, why'd you send the bombs in then? So again, it's a bad situation. Oh, that's been going on since February. February, March, April, May, June, July, almost August. Come on, let's uh, let's do something, but not happening. Thanks, Joe. We'll look more farm news as we go along. What's going on with the Wisconsin Farmers Union? Some changes in leadership, a reshuffling of the staff. We'll get caught up on that next right here on Wax. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Changes coming and are already in place at the Wisconsin Farmers Union. Change in the leadership as we talked to a couple of gentlemen that have been in the leadership of the Wisconsin Farmers Union for a long time, Rick Adamski is with me first. And Rick, you uh, earlier this year were elected president of the Wisconsin Farmers Union, but uh, a short tenure. Tell us about the change that you took upon yourself to do as the organization looks to move forward. Well, we,
6: I was involved in the interview process for the government relations director, and we know that that's an important position for the organization. We wanted someone with a good, strong agriculture base. And in the interview process, I felt like uh, we didn't find that, and I, it was critically important, and I didn't want it had to uh, linger any longer. So I put my name forward at the end of the process, and. Uh, decided that was
1: the way to go. Why? Because I know you have a strong passion for the Wisconsin Farmers Union. You've been on the board for a while. You threw your name in as a candidate for president. you got that. So why do you feel this position, it takes you in a better direction personally and hopefully for the whole organization rather than staying as president? It's not as much a personal issue it's
6: about about the organization and the values that this organization about is about family farm agriculture the organization is built on history and building on that history enabled me to be able to step in and build on the tradition
1: of where we've been and you stepping aside as the president means uh, Darren Von Ruden, according to the board's wishes comes back as the president and Darren how did this hit you, and did Rick get a hold of you and tell you what his thoughts were, or did this come up at a board meeting? How did this all come about that you're back now as president?
7: Well, you know, it was a real surprise i didn't see it coming um you know I'd been in conversations with Rick and Julie on the the hiring process and where that was all going to, and uh, you know ended up the, the candidate that we offered the job didn't want it uh anymore uh... and mostly because of salary but just figured you know we're gonna we're gonna have to move forward at some point in time and then there was a, a meeting with uh, Rick and Julie and a few other staff members on Monday to talk about things. And Rick said, "Well, you know, let's look at you know possibly I can move into that, and then we'll do the reorganization at the board level that we have to." So um, it was a, a fast, fairly fast process. I was actually on a plane when the, that all happened and uh, got a phone call from Julie saying that, "Hey, what do you think about possibly being the president again?" And um, you know, I'm. Still very involved was have been ever since Rick took over in the process and um, and happy to be back in in helping move the organization forward. And it was a peaceful
1: transition, which doesn't always happen in these organizations. Let's face it. When Rick became the president, but moving up from vice president, and you still have a lot of ties with the Wisconsin Farmers Union, the National Farmers Union, was much of a transition for you both. As a professional and on your personal life on the farm,
7: yeah, you know, it's. Uh, I'll just go back to doing what I was doing last year, and you know, the time-wise, uh, the family's ready for that. Uh, they they knew that it was only going to be a matter of time, maybe before we went back, but uh, this was sooner than expected. Uh, but yeah, you know, national. I'm still the secretary secretary of National Farmers Union, so those duties have not. Uh, Weighed at all, and you know, here now it's just going to be, and especially with uh, the COVID uh, crisis, uh, you know, hopefully getting closer to an end. Um, you know, I'll be spending more time moving around the state of Wisconsin, uh, talking to our leadership and talking to our members, and and really being that face. But looking at Rick and what he's going to be doing to the government relations director is an important aspect to most farm organizations. And so, having his uh, ability to talk about agriculture with our elected officials and our government agencies is really going to be a positive and, and a, a good plus for the the organization for farmers of the state of Wisconsin.
1: And Rick, I uh, have a passion for, for government, and you use that word and a lot of people just shake their head. Government, we don't need government, but they're part of our lives whether you like it or not. But And you've got to have someone that understands the situation. Obviously, this is something you're close to, and you feel that as Government Relations Director, you're going to have the support of the Board and Darren going forward with Farmers Union Policy. What are you looking at as far as the important policy measures both at the state and the national level. I know the dairy program is one. Right, and we talked about
6: the, the the special orders of business. It doesn't change the fact that we are a membership-based organization. We will look to the membership to lead us. We've got five special orders, which are meat processing, dairy policy, um, farmers implementing climate change, confronting concentration in agriculture, and preserving small and mid-sized family farms. Those That doesn't change. <laughs> How we implement it really doesn't change. It's just I'm um, going to be actively engaged as a staff member now rather than as a, a governance individual. So government is a part of... Of life I think and we the people is what this country was built upon so we may not be dealing always at the state level or at the national level I'll be uh, engaged at the county and towns association at school boards and anything that we can do to enable our membership to participate in the uh, setting of policy
1: and you have to be confident you have the talent to do that because not all individuals can deal with government leaders from the towns all the way up to the federal government. Oh, sure.
6: Well, There are some that are challenging, some that we, will, we know that we do not agree with, but we have to seek ways that we agree on and um, work with them um, and certainly work with those who support our mission and and raise up our mission. So I'll be working hard with, with both sides so that we can accomplish those goals. But... Uh, um, immediately the Wisconsin Farmers Union will be engaged in a policy discussion. We will be asking for our chapters to come forth with policy resolutions to enhance the ma- the organization, the staff, to uh, enact policy for the next years. And so that will be one of the first goals that uh, as Government Relations Director I'll be working with uh, our, our staff at Madison office and, um, and enabling the policy to be raised forth for the next year.
1: And of course, we're looking right at the 2023 Farm Bill. So what kind of urgency do you put on it at the state level to advance some of those policy goals of the State Farmers Union with the National Farmers Union so that it can all be a coordinated effort? Because Farm Bill hearings are going on now.
6: Yeah, I'm proud to be a part of the process and where it has gotten to today. Um, I want to build on the dairy... Together, the Dairy Revitalization Program. There's been a lot of work done on that. Uh, Darren and uh, Bobby. Um, I'm just trying to think quickly of uh, the the members from Wisconsin who have traveled to D C DC to I- engage with policy uh, people last week. Um, and we want to. We've got some momentum going, and hopefully we can carry it over into the Farm Bill in 2023, even if there is not a Farm Bill, we will be pressuring them to enact a Farm Bill in 2023.
1: And again, Rick Adamski, former president, now government relations director, and Darren Von Ruden, back again as president of the Wisconsin Farmers Union, how it all came about and why they think things are better now because of those moves. 29 minutes after 5 o'clock. We've got some markets to take a look at. Rocky's going to join us from Premier Livestock right here on Wax. Brought to you by Christiansen
2: Sales. Auction schedules online at christiansensales.com.
1: When you've got to have an auction, you want to work with a company that knows what it's doing to help you. And that means you want to talk to Christiansen Sales of Abbotsford. Call Christiansen Sales in Abbotsford at 715-223-6345 if you want to have an auction. They'll line it up for you, and don't forget, it. Christensen Sales in Abbotsford, they're now offering live online bidding options as well. Your complete auction facility, Christensen Sales in Abbotsford, 715-223-6345.
2: Keeping it rural, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
1: And it's 5.30 in the morning. Let's find out what's going on over at Premier Livestock in the Withy area. Rocky is with us. Well, did you have another blueberry milkshake? I did not,
8: but uh it'd be nice to have one.
1: <laughs> it certainly would well, uh, then we must have to go to work. What's been going on at Premier's Wednesday already?
8: uh thank you Bob. Uh, good morning, everyone. This is our yesterday's special monthly dairy heifer auction shape up We sold three hundred and seventy five head of dairy heifers on a good steady market. Uh, run was mostly open heifers and shortbreads. Your open heifers sold from a dollar to a dollar thirty five shortbreads 1100 to 1450 uh today Wednesday we got our hay auction at 9:30 dairy cattle auction at 11 we got a very big dairy cattle auction today expecting right around 400 head of dairy cattle with three complete herd dispersals herd number 1 we got a very nice quality holstein parlor freestall herd uh herd number 2 we got a holstein crossbred tie stall herd and herd number 3 we got 80 certified organic uh, cows and heifers complete dispersal holsteins red holstein swedish reds uh some Normandy crosses in there, even a few brindles in that herd. Uh, many reputation sets of top fresh parlor freestyle cows, including 25 top cows from Chamberlain Dairy out of Minnesota. Uh, we got another top load from Triple D Dairy, and we got some fancy registered brown Swiss from Randy Knapp. We also have a big run of spring and heifers. We got a lot of fancy Holsteins. We also got some really nice crossbred springers. Full listing on our website at premier Auctions.com or give us a call with questions. 715 2,500. Uh, don't forget Machinery Auction's coming up here August 26th. You guys really need to get the equipment in if you want to get it on all the advertising. Uh, we've been taking pictures here for the last two days, so get that equipment in soon, and uh, that's the way it's shaped
1: up, Bob. All right. And what's the date of the Machinery Auction again? August 26th. What is that, a Friday, Saturday? Yep, yep, Friday sale. All yep. right. Sounds good. You have a good one, Rocky. Hey, thanks, Bob. There goes Rocky Olson looking at our markets from Premier Livestock. brought to you by Christensen Sales of Abbotsford. We've got weather to check out, and we're going to do it next right here on Wax. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Oh, I think it's going to be a pretty nice day today, but uh, who am I to tell? We need an expert, and that's why we go over to Skywarn 13 this morning. And visit with Mike Dandreas, our weather brought to you by Chippewa Valley Bean. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, Bob. You know how to make me feel good. <laughs> you know, I was just watching you on TV. It wasn't 15 seconds ago; you were live on TV. So you've got to make some tracks because you were outside in that uh, patio area, weren't you?
9: Yep. And uh, you know, I, I look at the little clock we have on our, our ticker on the bottom right of the screen because we have that little yeah. uh, monitor out there. And uh, then if it's like 5:33, I'm like, okay, I got to run to the radio room. <laughs> so then I, I like either fast walk or I give the little jog, and then I just sit down and. Catch my breath for a couple seconds. Thankfully, I'm in somewhat decent shape.
1: Yes, you are. You're <laughs> in very good shape. Well, catch your breath again. Our weather brought to you by Chippewa Valley Bean and uh, awfully nice weather. Maybe some of these little pop-up showers. We get nothing but a ground cover last night. I see my pavement in a couple spots was wet this morning. That's it, huh?
9: Yeah. Towards the south, got a little bit more in the way of rain last night, but they've seemed to be getting the lion's share of it, and uh, we could use some of the moisture. But uh, today we'll start off with maybe a little patchy fog, but otherwise we'll have a a good bit of sunshine in the early going. But then a few clouds may roll in later this afternoon. Again, a pop-up shower is possible with highs in the low 80s and upper 70s. Otherwise, later on tonight, we'll have those chances again of some showers. But then on the back edge of that, we clear out partly cloudy and lows in the low to mid 50s. Tomorrow, similar to today, but cooler, mostly sunny in the early going with temperatures in the mid-70s. Possibly another uh, bit of clouds moving in into the afternoon, mostly clear for Thursday night, mid-50s for our lows. Friday, a good bit of sunshine for most of the day. Upper 70s for our highs, clearing out Friday night, and uh, mid-50s for our lows. But Saturday, we start to crank up the heat quite a bit, getting into the mid-80s. So not too bad, just a little above average with some sunshine. But then Sunday, we'll have mostly sunny conditions. Possibly another pop-up shower, but otherwise mid to upper 80s. And we'll start to see a return of that humidity. Monday brings us a chance at some showers and storms with mid-80s on tap. And Tuesday... Mostly sunny with low to mid 80s, but we'll keep that humidity going into the first half of next week. So it'll feel a little bit warmer than that. But at the moment, we're looking at partly cloudy conditions and a temperature of 67 degrees in Eau Claire. And it's a bit of a muggy start. But don't worry, Bob, because those dew points will start to drop throughout the day.
1: Yeah, a little breezy today,
9: huh? Mm-hmm. Yep, we'll see uh, mostly between about 5 to 15 miles per hour. Shouldn't see too many strong gusts, but uh, not rolling those out either.
1: Sounds like a good story. Thank you, sir.
9: You're welcome, Bob. We'll talk to you tomorrow.
1: We'll be here. There he goes. That's Mike Dandry over there in the weather room on wax, checking it all out for us. Brought to you by Chippewa Valley Bean of Menominee. Chippewa Valley Bean, the world's largest kidney bean processor based right here in Menominee, Wisconsin wishes all the great Wisconsin farmers a productive and successful end to our 2022 growing season. With harvest just around the corner, it's the perfect time to be looking ahead to next year's rotation, which could include kidney beans. Kidney beans are competitively priced and highly profitable, making them a great addition to your rotation. Call Ben at 715 Five six six four eight three four two, 664 or visit them at cvbean.com to see if growing kidney beans is right for you.
2: Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life.
1: Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 22 minutes before 6 o'clock, and we've got markets. We'll look at the calendar, but we've got other news to look at this morning. Morgan McCarthy is in the newsroom this morning, and uh, we're going to catch up with her and uh, see what's going on. Should have had you over at the fair last night. They had donkey races.
10: You know, I heard about that. There was uh, Donkey basketball was always popular in Boyceville back in the day, so uh, I could have brushed up on some of my older skills.
1: But when you fall off the donkey at the donkey races at the fair, it's, it's nice, soft dirt. Right. Those basketball floors are hard.
10: Oh, tell me about <laughs> it. That's still why I have a little get-up in my head sometimes, or hitch in my get-up as the case may be. Oh, uh, well, whatever. You're mm-hmm. looking good. What's going on? We're going to start with headlines that keep us in our state. Good morning. Here's what we're learning today. It begins in Russ County with a gavel drop. A young man from Russ County will spend the rest of his life behind bars for a double killing in 2020. A judge yesterday sentenced 19-year-old Joseph Falk to life in prison without the possibility of parole for Robert and Bonnie Rolowski's murder murders. Falk pleaded guilty. The other shooter, 23-year-old Adam Rozalowski, the grandson of the murder victims, had also pleaded guilty. He's not yet been sentenced. Investigators say Rozalowski and Falk killed the elderly couple and stole their truck. You may have heard of TikTok. Well, it's one of those videos that's being blamed for a rash of car thefts as the Kia boys have reached our area. Police in Rice Lake are blaming those TikTok videos for a rise in people trying to break into Kias. And a number of online videos explain how to do that, along with Hyundais, and then steal the cars with little more than a USB cable. Those crimes and thefts have spiked across our state and the country, and it now hits locally as they're seeing that in some of our areas. You can find more information online. 715newsroom.com. Well, you may remember the F-word, Foxconn. Tuesday was the fifth anniversary of the announcement of the Foxconn development in southeast Wisconsin. Former Assembly Minority Leader Gordon Hintz saying that Foxconn sold Wisconsin a bad bill of sale for $3 billion in state tax credits.
11: Governor Walker doubled down on this as transforming the state of Wisconsin. and. You know, we we're going to build these innovation centers all around the state, and and, and none of that happened.
10: Hansen would like to see something done at the Pleasant Prairie campus, which has the infrastructure to support what Foxconn claimed would be a state-of-the-art LCD factory that never came to fruition. And you may have heard, Bob, time to play the numbers again. No winner in last night's lottery. So if you're looking to really rake in some big winnings, it could be you climbing up over a billion dollars for the next drawing. Something tells me I might have a, uh, <clears throat> another bookmark in my future. Back to the barn we go with Bob Jill and the Midwest Farm Show on Wax 104.5.
1: I've got bookmarks. I've I got to buy more books. I've got so many bookmarks, but I'll buy another. I buy one, maybe two. I might buy two. Spend four dollars this time. But uh, you know, some people they get the whole business or their shop. where or they, they work pool together, these
10: big amounts? yeah. Their yeah. Money
1: and uh, you know, everybody kicks in a hundred dollars and they buy all these tickets, and it's just more bookmarks.
10: I think you have better luck uh, laying down bets on the donkey sports around the area. You Made a little more money that way, right? Uh,
1: <laughs> bet on bet on Foxconn actually being something, huh? <laughs> yeah.
10: Either way, we're going to end up with a lot of gum wrappers at this point. Well you
1: got that right. Thanks, Morgan. <laughs> Anytime, Bob. There goes Morgan McCarthy in the newsroom this morning. Foxconn. Boy, I haven't heard that in a long, long time. <laughs> I bet Scott Walker wishes uh, nobody would remember it either. 19 minutes before 6 o'clock. We've got more news to look at. We've got some calendar items. Uh, we'll get to them.
2: The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the
1: Midwest Farm Report. 18 minutes now before 6 o'clock as we look at the calendar. Reminder, don't forget, Farm Service agencies offices are looking for candidates for the county committees. And every year a third of the committee is elected or re-elected. So if you want to nominate someone to serve in your county... August 1st is the deadline to get those nominations in to your County Farm Service Agency office for the county committees. They do a lot of work. Fair time, Jill. What's going on? What fairs?
0: Well, we've got the Eau Claire, Dunn, Monroe, Polk, and Taylor County Fairs are going to be happening this weekend. And among those things, at the Dunn County Fair, they're going to have their regional tractor pull at 7 o'clock on Saturday night. At the fairgrounds. At the Eau Claire County Fair, they're going to have a horse pull on Sunday. Let me see if I can find the time here. At 11 o'clock, out at the fairgrounds. And about and other horse pulls happening will be happening at the Polk County Fair at 6 o'clock on Thursday, the 28th. On Friday, in Spooner, they're having a horse pull at 6 o'clock on Saturday the 30th at 12 noon there's going to be a horse pull in taylor at the legends the legends horse pull in taylor wisconsin so there's a quite a few horse pulls happening down in toma there's a tractor pull on thursday friday and saturday that's the ntpa and a wtpa all three of those
1: oh that's a big weekend down there
0: that is a big weekend a lot of tractors going to go through that. Elroy County Fair Truck and Tractor Pull is happening on Friday, the 24th. And there's just check out your fair schedules. There's a lot of tractor pulls and a lot of horse pulls happening.
1: Yeah, go online. Find out when the judging is all taking place because schedules are a little bit different in each one of the fairs. That's for sure. So uh, get out and join the fairs. Support the fairs because, again, uh, a lot of people... Work hard to put these fares on, and uh, they would appreciate your support. All right, we've got about 16 minutes before 6 o'clock. And uh, pork producers, Jill, looks like the pork producers are getting a little more funding for the problems they went through during COVID. What's that story?
0: Well, they did suffer through low prices because of the processing plants closing down during the height of the COVID-19 pandemic. And they're getting a little financial help from the government. The Spot Market Hog Pandemic Program is set to pay hog farmers $54 per head for hogs marketed from April 16th through September 1st of 2020. That adds up to 1.16 million hogs. Payments will be capped out at 10,000 hogs per person of legal entity. Those payments are started to go out this week.
1: Yeah, hog producers, you know, boy, I'll tell you, those are some sad stories. Nobody would take those hogs. They had to take them out beyond the shed, more or less, and dispose of them however they could. So some uh, indemnity for those producers who work so hard to produce that good food and can't use it because of what happened during the COVID situation at those processing plants. We've got uh, almost 14 minutes before 6 o'clock. Again, 67 degrees. Should be a nice day today. we get up to about 81, partly sunny and breezy today. Wax 104.5
2: and the Midwest Farm Report.
0: It's almost qu- or it's past quarter to six. We need to go on over to Bay El- Altoona and hear from Jim Lindsay.
11: Choice beef steers and heifers, $1.20 to $1.38. We had a top of $1.39.5. Choice dairy cross steers and heifers, $1.18 to $1.35. High yielding choice and prime Holstein steers, $1.24 to $1.28. We had a top of $1.29.5. Choice Holstein steers dollar fourteen to a dollar Select underfinished heavyweight oversized steers and heifers dollar thirteen and down. Top twenty percent of the cow cows sold from seventy-three to eighty five, we had a top of ninety. Sixty percent of the cows sold from fifty-seven to seventy two. The bottom twenty percent of the cows sold from fifty-six and down. Organic market on Tuesday, eighty percent of the organic cows sold from ninety to a dollar ten. The bottom twenty percent of the organic cows sold from eighty-nine and down. Cold bulls sold from eighty five to a We had a top of a dollar nine and a half. Thin, full horn, and lightweight bulls all discounted. 80% of the 95-pound up Holstein bull calves sold from $50 to $125 per head. Light and pork quality calves sold from $50 per head and down. Quality beef calves sold from $70 to $235 per head. Our next special feeder sale is Friday, July 29th. All feeder sales are live on Cattle USA. If you have any questions about how to register as a bidder on Cattle USA or to consign cattle to upcoming sale, feel free to give us a call at 715 835 3104. To check out our early consignments, go to the Equity Livestock Market Consignment page and click on the Altoona Market.
2: For those who work in acres,
11: not in hours,
2: Wax
1: 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. More markets. On this Wednesday morning, let's get over to the Equity Stratford sale barn. Jerry Fitzgerald is with us. Good morning, Jerry. Did you get a little shower last night over your way? Well, Bob, and good morning to you.
4: Uh, not that I'm really aware of it. Uh, if it was, it wasn't much. Uh, I know uh, there were some, uh, uh, there were a few little showers around, but to me on the radar, everything kind of went east again. So,
1: Yeah, it's been scattered around the area, so there heavy rain around madison earlier we had my driveway was a little bit wet but not completely so we got a little but not much we'll press on what's going on over at the sale barn wednesday already at stratford
4: all right bob thank you and good morning everyone A uh, uh, summary from yesterday tuesday here at equity stratford and we had a uh, a herd dispersal yesterday at the better end of those cows yesterday we're selling from 1650 to 2050 and the uh, lesser quality cows from that herd mostly from a thousand to 1400 now on the uh, Auction, uh, the market auction yesterday, first of all, start out with organic market cows. Better quality organic cows, yesterday's auction, we're selling from 94 to 104. Uh, Some good quality organic market bulls from 118 to 125. Uh, On the conventional type market cows, uh, those are high-yielding cows selling from 73 to 87. Uh, Most of the cows this week so far are selling from 55 to 72, uh, with your thinner cows below 55. On the bull trade, conventional bulls are mostly from $95 to $1.10, lighter bulls below 90 On the calf market so far this week, better quality bull calves are definitely on a weaker trend, uh, uh, mostly from 70 to 130 Monday's top was $140. Heifer calves so far this week, mostly 25 to $70. Uh, your good quality beef calves, those are in good demand, 175 to $360. And uh, we are at Wednesday, like Bob said, so we have a full marketing day here at Stratford today, starting at 10 o'clock. Uh, market auction day. Of course, we sell market cows today and we do uh, sell most of our fed cattle today. So we have an update on those tomorrow's report. Also this morning, sheep, hog, and goats, baby calves, our feeder cattle sale today is a noon time start. And just want to mention, uh, uh, one week from today, we'll we'll have a special feeder cattle sale here at Stratford, including a bred beef cow sale. So, folks, uh, consign your bred beef cows and your feeder cattle for that special sale one week from today, Wednesday, August third. Bob, uh, that's uh, what we have for the folks this morning. And uh, well, uh, boy, we're talking about August already. Where's summer going here, Bob?
1: Boy, I tell you, it's going fast. Is it? Hey, and I know you're you're so active over there. In your, in your town, you're on the town board, you're running elections and things like that, and I'm going to be gone because of our farm tour during the election, the primary, but I voted absentee, and I sent my ballot in, but that's a frustration for you, isn't it?
4: Well, we send the ballots out because of the federal, federal election involved. The ballots are sent out early, like we have to do. So, folks. Uh, you've got ballots out there. I'm, I'm all the, on behalf of all the clerks, I guess, send them, in, send them in right away. I mean, uh, don't wait till last. Week. And people blame the post office, really. So there's, we've got two weeks yet. But do it right away because everybody pretty much knows who they're going to vote for, you know.
1: Yeah, that's for sure. So, again, get them in because the town clerks will want them, and it doesn't take much to fill it out and put it back in the mail. Have a good one, Jerry. We'll talk to you in the morning. You, too. Enjoy the day. We certainly will. Jerry Fitzgerald over there at the Equity Stratford sale barn. Yeah, the uh, absentee ballots are are out if you requested one. And, you know, get it, fill it out, have a witness uh, that signs it for you, and stick it in the mail and get her back in. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax
2: 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
1: As we look at the rest of our markets, brought to you by Andy's uh, Ag Service, Andy's Tractor Service over there, and Synergy Cooperative. As we look at the markets yesterday on the Board of Trade, the markets were all higher, double digits higher, because of these weather concerns. Uh, again, I watched September crude oil prices yesterday down another $1. sixty-one. it's down under $100, 9509 a barrel is what oil is at now, 9509 and uh so prices shouldn't go up. <laughs> shouldn't, but will they? All right, on the board of trade overnight, December corn down 4 cents at 5.96, oats up 9 at 4.38, December wheat down a penny at 8.21, November soybeans up a penny at 13.85 and soybean meal for October down a dollar 40. At four hundred and seventeen dollars and eighty cents. Country elevator prices.
0: Wheat and grain. Chippewa Falls and Connorsville location. Corn's at 598 with soybeans at 1464. Doomers Grain of Holman corns at 646 with soybeans at
1: 1503. And on our DTN screen, corn at Golden Plump today 603 a bushel at the Baldwin elevator. Corn is also six oh three. The beans fourteen seventy-eight. Duran and Mondovi both have soybeans at fourteen seventy three. The corn at Duran five ninety eight, Mondovi six zero three, Elmwood six zero eight on the corn, fourteen seventy eight on the beans at Osseo, five. Er, excuse me, at Fall Creek, we've got corn at five eighty eight. The beans fourteen sixty eight. Osseo six zero eight and fourteen seventy eight in Elk Mound. The corn is six zero eight, soybeans fourteen fifty two. Sparta six forty three and fourteen thirty four. Ellsworth five eighty three on the corn, fourteen sixty eight on the soybeans. At the ethanol plants today, corn Boysville 653, Stanley 655, and New Richmond 650. Barrel cheese up five and a quarter cents yesterday, at $1.99. The blocks up four and a quarter to $1.99 and three quarters. The butter up two and three quarters at two ninety-five and three quarters. The July class three was down four cents to twenty-two fifty. August up forty-seven, back over twenty-one dollars at twenty-one seventeen. September class 3 up 19 cents at 2074. October up 21, 2101 yesterday. And November also over $21, up 30 cents to 2117. Prices were higher out through June. And again, a weather forecast brought to you by Marquardt Motors. Don't forget the food truck's going to be at the Lake Halley location today and every Wednesday through the summer, 11 until 2 today. Check them out and support the food trucks. Great day to have lunch at the food trucks out in Lake Halley at Markward. 81, partly sunny, a little breeze out of the west. Tomorrow, partly sunny, high of 76. It's 67. Very pleasant degrees right now. And get out and enjoy the fairs. They got them going on all over the area.